Hello there, ringside crew. Hello there, ringside crew. Hey, dudes at ringside crew. This is Davian. Hey, it's Jenny Santana. This is Alfie. This is the savage juggernaut, Damaku. Ringside. Ring. This is Thomas D. Bruff. This is Billy Sarks. Mr. Chad Epic. Megan Mason. Hey everybody, Scotland's on Broadway. The headline in charge, Marco Mania. This is your girl, Charisma. Papa Dave, Brendan Dicker. This is according to Woods. Savannah Summers. Where you are watching the International News. It's Ringside Podcast, hosted by Metal Geek and Joe the Panther Jr. Hello there, wrestling fans. Hey, Vinny. And welcome to another episode of the internationally known Dudes at Ringside podcast. I am your host, Joe the Panther the Third, and now from the top of the Metal Mountain. Hey, Ryan. What's up, buddy? <laughs> hey, Ryan. Welcome, Ryan. Yeah. And covered in pumpkins in the middle of the mosh pit, it's the Happy Hill himself, the Metal Geek. What's going on, Ringside crew? What's going on, International? Known? What's going on, everybody? What's going on, Joe? How's it going today? Go Phillies. <laughs> Phillies? Go Phillies. Oh, man. Mr. Mister Ryan's not going to like that one in the chat right now. <laughs> Ask you for cheaters. Against you for cheaters. C yeah. is for cheater, and that's what they are. Yeah. But, but yeah, let's, so, let's go through. Yes, Geekums, you see that dark, mystery corner with the hood coming out of it? Yeah, it's kind of creepy scary. And it's creepy scary wrestling month. That, that month towards the last day of this month is kind of scary. That it's just first. getting darker. I guess start getting darker and darker, dude. But, but let's give a warm dudes at ringside welcome to our guest today. The one that she doesn't belong. Misfit. Hey guys and ghouls, what's up? What's welcome, up? Welcome, welcome. Yeah. Um, so if our fans are not familiar with you, and if why would they not be, introduce yourself. Well, like you said, I am Misfit, the one who doesn't belong. Uh, I'm currently the top of Texas women's champion. There you go, the right there. Longest reigning top of Texas women's champion, might I add. Um <laughs> I travel all over the U.S. I wrestle everywhere that you can, and I crush goals everywhere I go. Damn. Yeah. Awesome. So, well, you want to get the next question, Geek? Yeah, yeah. who trained you, Misfit? Um, so, I originally started training at the age of 19 under Chewy Martinez. Um, he started off my trainer and became my husband. Wow. Yeah. Uh, there you go. You're always meeting people in wrestling. There you go. You know, right? like, you know what they say? I, I always feel this, that the people that you're closest with are always your toughest teacher. And like, absolutely. Yeah. Like if you, like you train with your, if you, if you train with your dad, he's not going to go easy on you. He's going to be like, I'm going to be tough. <laughs> you better yeah. bring that, bring the tears. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, my it, trainer, he pulls no punches. He definitely takes it the hardest on me. I, I have high expectations in my class. So yeah, I, I I was just about to add to that. It's like it's almost like it's a disrespect if they don't punch you the hardest. You know what I mean? And right. in wrestling ter- in wrestling terms, you're like, really? That's you're insulting me. He's like, you gotta hit me harder. Come on, right? It's like if like if you're doing chops and your husband's like, okay, we're not gonna go easy today. 
okay, I don't believe you. Then then you're like three hours later going, it's bleeding, bleeding through my shirt. You know what I mean? Like, uh, Right. I tell the new students that we have all the time that he has become so soft because when he started training me, my training sessions literally wouldn't end until my chest was bleeding from chops. Like he wanted oh, me to be shit. the toughest. So wow, wow. I thank him because without him, who knows where I'd be now? <laughs> yeah, I'll be, I'll be helping set up the ring instead of doing being in the ring. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. So, so Miss me, how did you get your start in the wrestling business? Uh, so I've been addicted to it since literally day one. Uh, I joke that I was born on a Monday, so obviously I was watching Nitro. Um, <laughs> that that was what I was into when I was younger. But um, uh, I've been going to wrestling shows here and there um, ever since I was younger. Where I'm from, Colorado, so we didn't have a predominant wrestling promotion when I was younger. Um, but as soon as one came to the part of the state where I lived and they were a regular thing, I started showing up to them and I just wouldn't leave. I kept begging them, let me help tear down the ring, help, let me help set up chairs, anything I can do. And eventually my trainer took an interest in me and he offered to train me actually. So I just kind of took off from there. That, that's always a plus right there. It's like when you're always wanting to learn to do something. He's like, let me do something. Like, let me set up the chairs. Let me, like, tell me, teach me how to take down the ring or something like that. Just something to get your feet in the door of the wrestling business. And I know that's a lot of people have been doing that lately. So I have nothing but respect for the wrestling business. Uh, it is something that I love more than anything in this whole world. So, I knew that it wasn't going to be easy, and I'm always down to give my absolute in it. I don't think there's ever a time when you stop paying your dues. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like, like, it's so – people think it's so easy just to be in the wrestling business. It's it's really hard because you have to start from the bottom. Like, you, you don't just jump in, get your first match, and you win a championship belt. Like, you have to start from the bottom and take your bumps – set up the chairs, be able to first match. Everybody thinks they're going to get a uh, right I work with. Like, oh, wrestlers start off and they get their victory in their first match. Oh, fuck no. no. Like, so my tie-in question, what was your energy like in your first match? Um, my first match was actually pretty intense. Um, I wrestled a 45-year-old woman and I was 19. So she had quite the experience on me. Um it was nerve-wracking because I was the first women's match in the promotion, um, and we were in a totally new venue. So it was it was amazing. The crowd was very into it, and after I got into the back, everyone had real high expectations of me. So it went really well, I, I would say. Yeah. What's your dream place to go to, like, right now? That you, that you haven't gone to yet? Um kind of hard I've, I've gotten to do a lot of traveling in the last year so i'm very thankful for that i would definitely say overseas would be something that would be amazing to do whether it's mexico japan the uk um i'm mm-hmm. i want to go everywhere so yeah that's a good thing because most wrestlers just want to stay if they're from the east coast if they're not really ready they stay there but like there's some wrestlers that are from like the West Coast or like from Pacific or Texas that they are not handcuffed to that area. They're like people from California, they're they're coming to the East Coast or they want to, but it's like their age gap, whatever. But 
yeah, it's good to hear that you want to travel because like, as I said, a lot of wrestlers are not really particularly want to move on out of their areas, you know? Definitely. So, so how did how did you come up with the the gimmick misfit and the uh, the the contacts and everything? So, the cool uh, concept. So really, I tried to just be like all the best, and I turned myself up to ten. Uh, so it's really just me amplified a bit. Uh, the name misfit actually comes from the Miz. Obviously, he is my favorite wrestler of all time and my hero. So. I had to go with Miz and then Fett from Boba Fett. Um, and I, I merged the two together to be, you know, like the one who doesn't belong, the ultimate outcast, um, Misfit, because I've never really fit in anywhere. Um, yeah. To go back to your earlier question, when I started wrestling, I wrestled and trained for five years before I really had any kind of matches or anything like that, because I was the only female and they wouldn't really let me wrestle males. And I, I did a lot of sitting and watching and it wasn't until I really took a chance on myself and left the state that I got opportunities. And the last year and a half of my career has been really exciting and vibrant. And I've gone a lot of places and gotten a lot of opportunities. And I really think that was because I took the chance on myself and just left. Yeah. So my, my follow-up question is, uh, what would you say your favorite Miz promo or your favorite Miz matches? Favorite Miz match, I'm a little biased, but I love the WrestleMania 27 main event where he walks in and walks out as champion. It's just it's just so him, and it was so perfect, and that's the like golden Miz era. Um, as far as favorite promo, they're all just so good. Every time he speaks, it's just everyone has to stop and listen, you know? Yeah. Yeah, my, my my favorite two Miz, uh, my favorite Miz promo would have to be the one with Christian and R-Truth in the ring. The Randy, Randy, Riley promo. The infamous promo. Joe, you right. know the one I'm ta- talking about, right? Yeah, with, he's like, Riley. Randy, 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 Riley, Randy. Jimmy, 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 Jimmy. <laughs> Every yeah, time it's always me and Geek, I always pretend like I'm the Miz, and it's like, I'm the Miz, and Geek is, what's the name, Morrison? So it's always like, we always goof, like, missing Miz and Morrison. Always, that's like me. Uh, I was like, really? I'm always sending Geek the, the give of Miz going, really? Really? I love the video. I love that YouTube video when he does all his reallys. He's like, really? Really? Yeah. My favorite Miz match would have to be the one he faced Ziggler. I think it was, I think, I believe it was No Mercy. I think it was when Ziggler won the title. Intercontinental Championship. Yeah, yeah, I think it, I believe it was No Mercy. I, I, I could be wrong on that one, but that match has to be Mrs. Best match to date. He's definitely got some good ones. Most people are very, very surprised to find out that he's my favorite wrestler. Everyone really assumes that it's the Undertaker or something, you know. But Miz is the best wrestler of all time. Definitely. Or Papa Shango. I would also think you. I like Papa Shango more than I like The Undertaker. So. Oh wow! Well, it's funny. Didn't they have a whole short storyline with them together for a while? And yeah. You, you know what? It kind of makes it boggles my brain because Papa Shango wasn't still in the era of The Undertaker when he still was Paul Bear. Wait. Uh, yeah, Paul Bear wasn't with Taker about the time they did that angle, right? I believe so. That would have been a cool. Like rivalry, Papa Shango and uh, The Undertaker. Like, he'll do something to Taker like he did The Ultimate Warrior. 
and make him like a <laughs> make him like a zombie to him. Like he'll go after Paul Bearer because he'll put his arms up or whatever. But I do notice as being like an obscure paranormal like gimmick that they tend to keep us away from other paranormal gimmicks. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't obviously put many storylines against each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. Geek, uh, you had the next uh, question. Yeah. Right. So, so what'd you say your pre-match virtual is like? Um, usually I go over what I would like to do in my head multiple times. Um, usually ninety-five percent of it's on the spot. <laughs> it doesn't matter what's called in the back. I I throw all that out the window, and as soon as I get out there, just what happens happens. Um, but I always pray to the Miz. I'm not a religious person, so I the Miz is the most important person to me. So I ask him for strength, and I go out there, and I just wing it. <laughs> have you ever met the Miz in person? or? Uh... I have not. I don't know if I would be able to handle it. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen him live a couple of times, but... Sorry about that. <laughs> it's okay. Uh... So, Misfit, since it's the spooky season, what what is your all-time favorite horror movies? Top five. Uh, well, The Shining is my favorite movie of all time. Um, I'm a horror fanatic, so top five. Probably Scream, the original Halloween, Trick or Treat, The Shining, obviously, and I really like the original My Bloody Valentine. Mm. The one in 3D? Are we talking the one in 3D or uh, or the back in the day? The back in the day one. All right. But yeah, my, my favorite horror movie had to be Insidious. I think that's probably the scariest movie. I still scared of that movie to this day, and that movie freaks me the out. The very first one? <laughs> the, very, the very first one freaks me out, yeah. He always but- tells me, you got to see Insidious. I'm like, I'll see it. Calm down. <laughs> If you if you're a fan of horror movies, Joe, like you for might. me, I always go back with horror movies. I'm like a fan of the older '80s movies, like Night of the Living Poltergeist. Dead, Poltergeist, Poltergeist, Night of the Living Dead, um, Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, Friday the Thirteenth. But I remember when the uh, director of Night of the Living Dead died. The day he died, I was with my friend George A. Romero. Yeah, I the day I think I told you about this. I was so bummed about it. I was like, he's like, what do you want to do today, Joe? And I'm like, he's like, you seem like you're sad. I said, Bum and Romero died, man. And he's like, oh, I heard about that. Sad. He's like, what do you want to do today? I was like, I want to go walk around the cemetery, man. <laughs> he's like, really? And he's like, have you been to the Milford Cemetery? It looks like something he would film in. <laughs> and I was like, and I was just walking around. My friends like walking over graves. I'm like, dude, don't do that. You don't walk over graves. You walk behind the grave. Right. You, know, look, you look at the tombstone. Yeah. You don't stand on their plot. That's not nice. That's like you're no. standing on their shoe. Yeah. <laughs> like, disrespectful jerk. <laughs> like, no. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. What did you say your favorite music is? Um, I listen to... A little bit of everything, but mostly I'd say rock. I like metal. Okay. What would what, you say some of your favorite bands are from metal? Um, my absolute favorite band of all time is Bring Me the Horizon. Um, 
I like older stuff too, like Merciful Fate and things like that. I listen to, I don't know, mostly Bring Me the Horizon, but I do switch it up from now and then. Yeah, Bring the Horizon is a pretty good band, you know, Joe? You ever heard of them? I've heard of them before. The name sounds familiar. They did they did the uh Sasha Banks and Bailey theme for uh NXT Respect. Oh, okay. You know that song? I don't know. Doesn't sound familiar when you do that nope. <laughs> I'm so bad. We're gonna I get a copyright strike that <laughs> it's gonna give me a triangle in the corner of the video and, when you're looking no, at it. No, it's good. No, it's gonna give you a question mark saying, What the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah. it's gonna be like, I need the I don't know emoji with I don't know. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> What's his name from American Idol is gonna pop up going, don't sing ever again. <laughs> oh, Simon. <laughs> yeah, Simon's gonna pop up saying, Don't ever <laughs> sing ever again. <laughs> Go home and read a book. Okay. Okay. Um so what yeah, you're next, sorry. Okay, Joe. You, you cut so what kind of music is going through your headphones right before you after you pray to the Miz? <laughs> Uh, usually I'm not lucky enough to listen to music before I get a match, but if I have a whole playlist dedicated to just Misfit, so I have a lot of Papa Roach, uh, Vince Evanfold, The Misfits, things like that on it. Okay. Yeah. Wait, I don't think we t- we talked about Dream Opponent. Who was your Dream Opponent? My what? I'm sorry. Dream, dream Opponent. Forbidden Door Style. Forbidden Door uh, Style. So, my absolute dream opponent of all time would probably be Pentagon Jr., which surprises yeah. most people, but I just think it would be amazing to have a match with him. Uh, I don't have too many female dream opponents. I got to wrestle the one that was pretty big for me this year, actually. I had a death match with Sage Shin, yeah. so that was pretty big for me. That was like a check off the bucket list. Wow, wow, Pentagon Pentagon's a big one because a lot of people have said Ray Phoenix, so nobody's really said Pentagon, you know? Mm. You know, Joe, right? A lot of people said Ray Phoenix. Yeah, because we've had we had uh, a guest that was actually like a big fan of his and he was like, Oh my god, Ray Genesis, Ray Genesis. No, Ray <laughs> he Phoenix. had the cool Spanish accent. Ray, oh, Ray Genesis said that he's a big fan of Ray Phoenix, right? Yeah. 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 So um do you have any stories from many of your matches that you want to talk about? Um, I would say one of the hardest matches I've had to date was last October. I had my very first death match of all time, and it was actually against my husband slash trainer. So that was kind of hard because you never want to go into a match with somebody you care about, and you just yeah. never know what can happen in those kind of matches. So kind of scary. That yeah. was nerve wracking. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. So, yeah, yeah. Um, what were you gonna say? No, no, I, I cut you off. I'm sorry. I, I... Okay. Um. Other than that, most of my matches are pretty. I, I have a lot of the same opponents at the t- at the moment because I travel a lot through Oklahoma and Kansas, so I have a lot of my opponents that are in those areas. I don't have too many opponents that are like. Like this weekend, where I'm just meeting them for the first time. Like a lot of my opponents are repeated. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. You do have you do have an upcoming show though, right? I do. I will be in um, California this weekend. 
in California. And I'm, right. That, this that, this is for uh, this Sunday for X uh, XWW. XWW. Yeah. So, uh, how do you pronounce the name? Super Gabacho. Gabacho, so. I believe. Yes. Yeah, super gabacho. I got it correct. Look at that, Joe. I ain't, I ain't botched the, I ain't botched the name. I'm always the one botching. It's the misfit. It's like so funny. He can't say Spanish names, but yet he looks at me like I'm gonna get it. I'm like, <laughs> I can barely talk to my Spanish grandma. So shut up. <laughs> shut up Joe, Joe's gonna get it better than I am. So that's. <laughs> I have to roll I, it. You have to roll it. Super Garbasco. <laughs> like I'll, I'll botch it and I'll think I sounded good. Gabacho. Joe, just Joe, Joe, just say it. Just say it. So it's way because I can't pronounce it. Serper. Well, no, no kids. Joe has not been drinking. Super Garbasco. Basco. <laughs> Basco? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not like I'm talking like Beavis. Super Garbasco. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you said. That's this Sunday. So make sure you guys buy your tickets to the show, right? Yes. Yeah, that will be this Sunday. Um, this Saturday I will actually be in Fist Combat, uh, for San Diego, California, and that will be live on Twitch. Oh wow! Okay. All right. Well, me and Joe may watch it actually. Yeah. If you want to, after the podcast in on Instagram, just send us the link to the Twitch, and we'll we'll we could watch it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It should be that's... a fun match. I do an annual body bag match for fist combat. So last year I put away a Hellman Rose Crown, and this year wow. I don't know my opponent yet. He's Hellman been on our Crown. podcast, Hellman. Yeah, he's oh, killing he... it right now. Yeah, he's killing it right now, Joe. He's oh my gosh, he's right everywhere, right. that guy. <laughs> you want to talk about that match? Last year. <laughs> if you want to talk about that match, you could talk about that match if you remember anything from it. Uh, yeah, it was a pretty fun uh, match. It was for Carnival of Death 2. So it was a deathmatch tournament. Um, and after I beat him in the first round, I actually went on to have a match later in that night with uh, T-Rex, T-Rex and um, Chewy Martinez. So that was nerve-wracking. The first round was pretty easy because it was just a body bag match. And then the second round was full-blown Deathmatch. Uh, that was actually the first time I'd ever taken thumbtacks. So, Ooh. crazy. A lot, a lot of people tell me thumbtacks are like the the worst. They don't. A lot of people tell me thumbtacks don't feel bad going in. They feel hurt coming out, though. It was 50-50. It was more the splash of the giant man giving it to me. <laughs> oh, jeez, man! Right? Oh, no. He was about three hundred pounds, so no big deal. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> yeah, Fist Combat, it's it's an amazing promotion, a uh, very small, intimate venue. So if you ever get the chance to go to it, it's it's pretty amazing. It's really intense. Yeah, there's a promotion, I think, by me and Joe. I think it, what's it called, Joe? It's like something to do with the cage. Ultimate not not you not UFC, ultimate something. Oh, it was like ultimate some kind of ultimate something, and it's like they get... All the matches are kids. They, they, they all like wrestle like their MMA style. Yeah, like, all the matches know? are in MMA cage, but it's like they have pro wrestlers, they have MMA fighters, and they all combine and they all wrestle in this promotion. And I think, and, and all the wrestlers either they wear their re- normal wrestling gear, misfit, or they go to the the uh, MMA style 
but they wear like their normal makeup and what they were wearing to the ring, but it's, they're wearing the MMA gear. So it's like, if they went into MMA, it's like, what, what's it called? You something. I think it's called. You, you I something. haven't seen them do any shows in a while. Have you? They, they, don't, they usually don't. I think they do them once a year. I think it's like yeah. an annual show, you know, but it's uh it's a fun concept, though. It's I think it's over here on the East Coast that they do that. You know, I just feel bad for the ones that are not prepared for it. They're like, I'm going to try this, and it's like, did you read the cue card when we jumped in? <laughs> like, it's kind of like Bloodsport, how Bloodsport does their annual shows. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but the same idea, but they do it in, in a steel cage, which yeah. is pretty cool. Though. Yeah. I watched one of the videos clips on Instagram, and it was one of our former guests, and I was like. Again, did she read the cue card before she jumped in? Because she lost the match miserably. I was like, did you read the card before you went in, girl? (laughs) No, you're better to stick into the wrestling ring. No. (laughs) Uh, There we go. You got got another one, Geek? Yeah, I got one. My final question is, what is your favorite food? Hmm. Uh, I have a sweet tooth. Honestly, so I like food, but if I'm gonna choose something, it'd probably be something sweet, yeah. candy or pie or cake or something. I know, I know, I know it's Halloween season. Food, but... probably pizza. Pizza, All right? Oh, you can definitely yeah, have probably, it. Yeah. We love pizza. Yeah. <laughs> We're pizza heads, me and Geek. <laughs> we love pizza. <laughs> what yeah. What's your favorite topping for pizza? Uh, bell peppers. Ooh, bell peppers. Okay. Yeah, for me, it's either cheese or pepperoni, just plain. That's it. You can't screw up a good uh, New York style cheese pizza right there. Geek, geek immediately thinks Home Alone too. Large cheese pizza just for me. <laughs> and then Joe goes, "Or is it?" And I start rolling it up. <laughs> Eat it like Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> me, my favorite type of pizza. I try not to make the pizza too like packed. But if I'm in the mood for everything and not just one or two, I'll get a meat lovers. If I'm in the mood for like everything. If they had a garbage can pizza, I'd eat it. So what what would you say the best advice you ever received is? Uh, I would say the best advice I ever received is sacrifice is the key to success. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because you you can't gain anything unless you're giving something up. Exactly. It's always I feel like wrestling is helping each other out, and that's the same thing with podcasting too. It's like everyone thinks, oh, they're they're going against each other. They're going against each other. I'm like, well, every to me and Joe, everything has to be in a positive environment. I know it's not a lot of podcasts that think the same way that just want to knock you off, but it's like. We're all trying to do the same job. We're all trying to get wrestlers over, and we're trying to get over as well. So we might as well just help each other. Yeah. You know? It would be a better world if we could all just work together. Oh, my exactly. gosh. Yes. <laughs> it's like sometimes I get mad when I hear wrestlers bickering about little things, and I'm just like, guys, you're doing things me and Metal Geek dream of doing. Yeah. And you're bickering? Come on. It's like because really? this guy because this guy doesn't want to put this guy over. Oh, he don't deserve it. I'm like, what the hell, right? Because I've heard some messed up things. Like young wrestlers, they get put over by the older guy, but then like, oh, I'm older in the business. Shouldn't I be over? And he shouldn't I go over? And he's he doesn't deserve it. Well, 
Look, you're both trying to get the same thing. The attention and the brass ring. Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's ridiculous. I get so mad when I hear that stuff. There's just too many egos in, in wrestling, especially. If oh my gosh! Them. I told Geek sometimes it's like, it's like a, it's like a a, a sorority house. I'm beautiful. No, I'm beautiful. <laughs> Give me the mirror. It's my mirror. No, it's my mirror. <laughs> really, it does. Ooh, my last question is: if if you had a bucket of candy for Halloween, what would be in the candy and why? Um. Well, I'm not a huge fan of cherry, so there'd be no cherry candy in there. But definitely, like, gummies and sour stuff. Lots of that. Um, just give me all the good stuff. There's no coconut or cherry. <laughs> okay. There you go. All right. All right. We want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast, by the way. Do you have any social medias by any chance? Or, uh... Definitely. You can find me across all social media platforms. M-I-Z-F-E-T-T. You can find me there no matter where you look. Yeah. And besides the post that you, you sent us, do you have any other upcoming shows or that's it? Um. So I will be in California this whole weekend. And then um, I won't have anything else until November the 11th. And I'll be heading back to Kansas. Okay. Mm. All right. So, so that's if awesome. If our fans want to pick up any of your merchandise, where can they find it? Um, for, for now, you would directly contact me on any social media platform. Um, I did recently just get my very first merchandise. I got some stickers. Yeah, it, took me, it took me long enough, um, but I have some merch now. <laughs> I am working on t-shirts. Those should be next. Yeah, t-shirts are the hardest. Stickers are the oh easiest. <laughs> you think they're easy to get, and the company charges you double because you have to get different sizes. That's the crazy part of it. Especially yeah, that, I find a hard time finding somebody who um, prints like the right quality, and then a lot of them will have problems with copyright, or they won't want to use your picture or whatever the problem is. Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Misfit. I'm Joe Panther the Third. I'm the Metal Geek. And I'm Misfit. And we will catch you in the next one. Thank you, guys. You're welcome.